All right, all right. Welcome to episode 16 of Rolling with the Barons. I'm your host, head coach Roland Woods uh, of the Brooklyn Barons. The Brooklyn Barons are a football team with the uh, Relocation Football League. You can find out more about the league at www.relocationfootballleague.com. Uh, that will link you to all the social medias and also to the YouTube page and to the RFL store as well. So definitely uh, check that out. Uh, and then you can also find out more about uh, the Barons. You follow us on our social media uh, on IG and on Twitter. And both are at Barons RFL. All right. Today we are here to discuss uh, our recent win uh, versus the Toronto Thunderbirds. Uh, the final score of the game was 27 to 12. Uh, once again, I'm hype. Once again, I'm hype, as you would expect. Uh, early this Wednesday morning, uh, 7 o'clock Wednesday morning, because I do got to I do gotta work. I've been working. I've been busy. I was going to try to do this last night and just fell asleep at like 10.30. I was like, that's not me. But then I hop up at 5, like, all right, let's get to work. So I got some other stuff done. Uh, and I'm about to hop on this podcast move. You feel me? So, first, as we always do, we're going to go to the Discord and answer the uh, press conference question. Uh, let me see. Discord. Boom. Oh, let me scroll. All right, boom. All right, so first question comes from uh, Midri from uh, the Snowhawks, Snowhawks coach. Uh, he asked for an update on Kenny. Uh, Kenny still will be out for uh, five weeks with a groin injury, or four to five weeks with a groin injury. Uh, unfortunate. Uh, very unfortunate. Uh, <sighs> it's sad because it's Kenny, man. I love Kenny, man. But it's kind of bittersweet because... Uh, we have our guy Mike Troy the third coming in to finally get some shine, and I always like Mike Troy, man. I always like Mike Troy, so we're gonna see how we're gonna see how he's rocking. We're gonna see how he's rocking. I believe in my man. I think he's gonna uh, surprise some people. He's always been. Just watch the tape, man. Just watch the tape from his first rush as a Baron to. His last rush as a Baron, it's like he's just always been a productive guy when he gets the ball. I think somehow he always ends up leading the game in yards per carry. Like He might only get like three or four, but somehow he always ends up leading the game in yards per carry. So that's going to be his time to be the uh, feature back. Uh, then behind him, uh, we're going to have Carl Meredith come in behind him. Meredith will be... Uh, our backup main, our back, yeah, our backup main, halfback, and our backup third down back. We're going to start uh, Mike Troy at all three spots and just let him be. We're going we're gonna to play him like Kenny, man, and we're going to start him at all three spots, and then uh, we'll fill in behind him with uh, Nickerson and uh, Meredith. Uh, we do have McKee on the practice squad. We might, might, we might bring him in. I don't know. I think we can. I really think we can really do some damage with what we got. Now, if we take another injury, then we probably have to bring him in. Uh, we'll see. But I really think we can get some things done with what we got right now, man. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, 
it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, but we don't really plan to change too much of what <clears throat> to change too much of what we've been doing on offense because of it. So rest up. Uh, Hopefully we can keep this momentum going and keep pushing and have Kenny Strong for uh, the playoffs, man. At least the end of the season for that push for the playoffs. All right. Uh, the next question is thoughts on that pass defense. Uh, you know what I think on my pass defense. You, I think they played an outstanding game, man. They played an outstanding game. Uh, I'm very disappointed in the fact that there were so many interceptions that came down out of bounds. I just, I know we got three, but we could have got like five or six and just to have that back-to-back because I know they were saying, look, look, I know they're saying it's a game. It's not a game, man. It's not a game. This defense is for real. And, like, I know, I know people just going to say it's going to be reasons for this and reasons for that. Or oh, backup quarterback, rain, something, something. You come throw it. That's how you bring your squad. Y'all come throw it. We're going to stop that, too. And bring the weather. If that's what you got to do, find a dome. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, just our pass defense is legit. And I think it's only going to get better as we go farther and farther down this season. All right. And, uh... Our next question, our last question comes from uh, Chrome, Patrick, uh, Patrick McCrombs. And he asks, uh, what are your thoughts on Ryan Brinker's performance? Listen. 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 First things first. I don't care how pretty it looks. I don't care. It's going to be a highlight. It's going to be something that people remember forever. But back foot Brink must be stopped. He must be stopped. He must be stopped. I do not want this man getting comfortable just flinging it off his back. I've seen it too many times. It worked. Don't get me wrong. It worked. It was nice. It was great. But no, we don't want that man getting comfortable doing that. Other than that, I think my man's been playing lights out. I think he's been playing. He's been doing a good job with his ball placement, giving his guys a chance to make plays. You saw it last week versus the uh, Explorers, you see it, you saw it this week versus, uh, the Thunderbirds, man, it just, it looked, it, it looks great to see him in rhythm with our team, and guys going up to make those catches, because we have those guys, you even see Patrick Bain making those plays, uh, looking young again, looking young again, just, like, the squad looks good, the squad looks good, because Brinker is looking good, make the read, make the play, all right, make the read, make the play, and that's been very key, that's been very, very key. Now, I also don't want to take away from his uh, his rushing. I think he, he looked very good on the re-option again. We don't ask him to go out here and try to run up 100 yards on the ground. It's just, hey, if you see the opportunity and you know you could be successful, take it. And when he took it, most of the time, he was successful. I don't like that hesitation play on that key third down because I really think that could have put a, a lot more distance and really – and really, really displayed the dominance that we showed in this game. I'm, I know we won't get as much credit for it, but I think our offense had a dominant performance in this game. In the ring. In the ring. And a lot of that is due to uh, the player Ryan Brinker. So, definitely, definitely great game. Great game by Ryan Brinker. All right. Now I'm going to switch over to... Uh, me just reviewing my self-review of the game. 
Man. Man. This game was exciting for me. This game was exciting for me. I saw a lot of the things that I wanted to see uh, from this game. I uh, from 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 the jump, uh, from the jump, uh, we were getting Kenny active. Uh, he was grinding. Uh, he was grinding. We was getting those yards. I wish he, we, he could have uh, made it through the game. Uh, he he started looking looking solid for what knowing the defense that you're playing the Thunderbirds defense again. I'm not going out here trying to rush for 150. Just move the chains, move the chains. Uh, it looked great. It looked great, man. Uh, the line held up tremendously, tremendously. Knowing the caliber of lineman, defensive lineman we were playing, uh, our offensive line held up tremendously. Not only in the run game, but for Brinker as well. Like, of course, you win some, you lose some. And against the Thunderbirds, you're definitely going to lose more than you win most of the time. But today, uh, we lucked out, man. It, it was a lot of wins. It, it, we, we did what we needed to do, two and a half to three seconds. That's all we asked for, two and a half to three seconds. I think they held up for those two and a half to three seconds. Brinker did a good job of getting the ball out. <sighs> Omari Manuel, man. Omari Manuel. Omari, man, that's no nickname needed. It's just Omari. My guy. Show out. Uh, shout out to ESJ. I know in my last podcast I said I wanted to see that matchup. That's that's not how I thought it was going to go. But at the same time, that's Amari. And I know what Amari can do. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, you look back at some of those games from last year, the first game that comes to mind automatically is when we played, when we played uh, uh, Condors. I've seen it before. I've seen this. You feel me? Like, Amari, Amari is a beast, man. Like, there's a reason why he's the number one guy. He's our number one receiver. When you load up our depth chart, look at the Barons. Our number one receiver is Amari Manuel. I know who Joe Johnson is over here on the other side. I know exactly who he is. But all of the playmakers that Joe Johnson is, Amari, in my opinion, tops that. And... He showed it today. He showed, and that's just one facet of his game. Well, he on the deep pass, he showed another. Like he can get if he gets over the top, it's like it's a no. You got it. It's so hard not to. I I don't blame Brink. Like if if he, you if Amari gets over the top, you can't not throw it. Like you can't not throw it, man. You can't. You can't. You have to. You have to. And I just see Brinker sitting in the pocket. He just he's just waiting. Like. I don't know what it is about this scheme, which we will. Which I'm, I'll talk about that. Matter of fact, no, I'll just say now. I I don't know what it is about the West Coast spread that lights Brinker up, but we love it, and we're going to keep using it. All right. And when I think about the type of quarterbacks that run the, the West Coast spread, Brinker fits the mold. 
like if you play Madden and you in the franchise and you look as the years go by or whatever or as you proceed through the franchise and you start watching the teams and the schemes, when you watch who picks the schemes, West Coast spread, you're going to see the Chiefs, you're going to see the Colts, and you're going to see the Eagles. And they all have one thing in common, and it's that magician, that quarterback with the super arm who believes in it, and he'll throw it. He'll throw it, he'll zip it around, and he believes in that arm, man. He believes in that arm. And that's how we see Brink, man. Brink is that guy. That's how we see him, and he's been displaying it, and we've loved what we've seen from Brink. And we're going to keep building him in the mold of a Patrick Mahomes, of a Carson Wentz. All right, so we'll see how that goes. So far, so good, man. So far, so good. It looked great. Brinker has looked great. These past two games. And we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're going to keep it going straight like that. All right. But going back to this game, man. Just watching Brinker zipping these balls in these windows. The the, the placement that he's been using on the jump ball to Amari on the deep pass. Same last week with the jump ball to Joe Johnson. Like. Him consistently hitting training underneath, not overthrowing these throws. It's just like just the consistency, the unity, just things are rolling. And I'm just going to keep, I'm going to just keep pushing how we've been pushing. I don't want to change anything about what's been going on. Brink look, Brink look great. The offense look great against the Thunderbirds, man. Uh, Joe Johnson was shut down. But as expected, man. As expected, you got to know the matchups, man. And that matchup with uh, uh, Marincola and Joe Johnson, uh, that's his strength. Uh, he's the type of corner who will shut Joe Johnson down. Like, not saying that Chamberlain isn't, but it's just like, as the better matchup, JJ's not going to outrun Marincola. Like, ever. He's not going to outmaneuver him. He's not going to, like, even with his route being what it is, he's not going to break away from, like, even on the catches that you saw J.J. get, it was him short route, maybe, like, half a step diving, jumping to make these catches. Like, because that Morricola just had him strapped up. Like, that is what it is. So, it made Amari versus uh, ESJ the better matchup. And I, I knew that. That's why I said on the last podcast I wanted to see that matchup because either it was going to be the Amari show or it was going to be the Bane show. And as you saw, Bane was getting his in too. Like, Bane was getting his catches in too. But when Amari got his catches, they were just key, crucial catches at at key, crucial times. It was like either it was a big play or a touchdown. That's it. Like, that's it. And it was just... That matchup, man, was just a matchup we wanted to work. We also wanted to see Trannon uh, versus Stevens. Uh, Trannon did pretty well, man. Trannon did, uh, I think he had like uh, three catches for about 60 yards. Kind of really started things off, keep, keeping us moving before Amari really uh, got going. So uh, that's always good to see. Uh, he's become the safety valve that I expected him to be. And even though... Uh, We'll see how this season goes, man, because it kind of took us a little time to get everything gelling. But just not only this season, but over the next season, uh, as things continue to gel, we come back with just uh, hopefully the same group. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just to see the growth, man. But so far, it's been looking great. He's just been taking a little bit more of a step uh, each game. He's shown that 
uh, if the other guys are having difficulties, he can step in and make the play. Like, and that's what we've been looking for. We just wanted to make it so teams, knowing the teams that we play, the Thunderbirds, the Explorers, we just wanted to make sure that teams had to guard all of us. All of us. And put respect on all of our names. Everybody on the field. And we think training was the final piece to help solidify that for us. And it's worked for us these uh, these last two games. And especially last game, he got a jump started. All right, uh... We do want to see more from Bain, from Patrick Bain, but he, he's been crucial. He's been making a great place for us. Uh, I also understand that the way I've been scheming, uh, the way I've been game planning, uh, it's going to take away a little bit of his touches, a little bit of his touches, but then it also depends on how the team across from us plays. Uh, so... Some games he's going to have more looks than others, but he's definitely a focal point in this offense. He's definitely a focal point in this offense. Uh, man, we... The offense looked great, man. The offense looked great, man. It was a lot of... For who we... For the defense that we were playing, the defenses that we were playing, to continue to come out here and have interception-free games has been very key to us one because we understand the secondaries being the strength the pass rush uh being able to not be getting pummeled giving up seven and eight sacks i think we only gave up maybe like three sacks through both games i'm not really sure but in these pressure games these division games versus these powerhouse teams we've held our own man we've held our own we've we 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 braved the circumstances braved the elements whatever it may be. And we held our own, man. We did what we were supposed to do. Even when people counted us out, it's like, I know, like, even with the Explorers having Bradley, we were counted out of the game. We just happened to get seven picks, you feel me? And in this game, we could have got seven picks again if my cornerbacks had some toe tap. We could have got seven picks again for real. But everybody's going to say, oh, LC3 was in the rain, so we don't really know. Hey, man. Call it what you want, man. Call it what you want. Next week, uh, we'll go into uh, the Desperados. Uh, and they like to run the ball. So, if we shut down this uh, team and if we shut down the run game and get a couple picks, they have to put some respect on their name. They have to. Like, we're running out of opponents. Like, we're, we're running out of opponents. We're running out of people we play. What, what, what are you going to do? Like, look. No, hold on. Let me go back. Let me Let me just look at our schedule. Let me look at our schedule. All right. Boom. I'm already here. I'm already here. Quick. All right. So we play Desperados next. All right. So we got to win this game in the in perfect weather, perfect conditions, and just blow them out. You feel me? Because in our next game, the Wizards, y'all not going to give us no respect. Did we come back? It's the Thunderbirds. If it's raining, y'all not going to give us no respect. Did we play the Condors? Y'all not going to give us no respect. Did we play the Marshals? Y'all not going to give us no respect. Did we play the Lancers? Y'all might. If we go in there and run for 400 on the Lancers, y'all might give us some rep. But then again, if the Lancers is out here looking wild, y'all not going to give us no respect. Then we play the Explorers again. And if we didn't already won all these games... They're not needing no respect. This might be the KB show for real. So, even if I went with KB, y'all not going to give me no respect. Because, oh, it'll be, it'll be something. I know it'll be something. So, listen. Listen. Reload Bola Bus. Alright? Because that's the only way. Operation Respecting Our Name. 
will be our mission mission fleet. All right. So, and no, no disrespect to all the teams that I just said. I just know, we all know, we know it. We ain't gotta act like that. We know, we know. So it don't matter. It don't matter. Anyway, so no matter what we do, bro, it is what it is. My offense has looked electrifying against everybody's favorite defenses, and we're not getting no props for it. Y'all just keep telling about their quarterbacks and why their quarterbacks trash. Even though y'all been telling me my quarterback was going to be trash this whole time, and he's been looking great. 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 These last two games, he's been looking great. Once he throws to us, that's the thing. Once Bricker throws to his own team, he's the man. He's the man. But, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. And we're not going to have Kenny. We're going to be – it's going to be the Mike Troy show. So, uh, you're probably going to see a lot more of uh, Brinker slinging the rock. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, get him in that. I, I say I thought he was going to be an MVP. So, we'll see. You're also probably going to see more of him running now. You'll probably see a lot more of him running. Actually, you'll probably see less of him running, but it's just going to depend on how they respect Mike Troy. Because if they respect Brinker as a runner more than they respect Mike Troy, you're not going to see no redoption. You're just going to see a whole bunch of Mike Troy gashing y'all. So, that's going to be key. That's something that I really, really want to see. But, hey, you can look at my squad, and you know how I feel about uh, white guys with visors, all right? We got Kit Morrison, we got Ethan King, and now we got Mike Troy. And uh, usually when I put them out there, they go out there and dominate. So, I expect to see uh, some more domination, man. Some more domination. All right, now when we look at uh, flip over to the defensive side of the ball, man. Pressure, boy. Pressure, boy. Barons put the B in blitz. But, hey, y'all going to be talking about the rain. But I peeped in the chat. I peeped in the chat. Justin, Justin seen it when uh, LC3 was down there by the goal line. And they was like, hey, how did he miss this wide open uh, touchdown? And Justin was like, because eight blitzers was in his face. Yes, sir. Now, go back and watch the rest of the game with that same mindset. And you're going to see. It was a whole lot of times there was a whole lot of people in this face. And people, a lot of people don't really deep dive into what the traits really mean. Now, you have your attributes. Everybody want to look at the numbers and 99 everything out. But they don't really look at the traits of their players and how that affects their attributes anyway. All right? And one thing about LC3 is he has trigger happy. All right? The quarterbacks who have trigger happy sense pressure are going to throw the ball way, way, way too early when they see the blitzer. All right? Way, way, way too early. Way, way, way too early. Especially if they have like aggressive force pass or ideal force pass. Like, and it's, the accuracy is going to be trash. The accuracy is going to be shaky. No matter what your throw under pressure is. All right? It's still going to take a drop. Now, if your throw under pressure is trash, it's going to take even even more of a drop. That's probably why some of these young quarterbacks be looking super wild because their throw under pressure is, like, super, super wild. But throw under pressure is more like they're close to you. Like, how close are they to you? Trigger happy, they don't have to be as close. They just have to be free people. That's the difference. Like, they just have to be unblocked. It's pressure now. Unblocked. All right? Throw under pressure is how accurately are you going to throw it while they're approaching you. But it don't really matter 
if you have horrible traits and sense pressure. All right. The better example is Ryan Brinker has oblivious sense pressure. He don't care who coming. He don't care if he can see it. He don't care about none of that. He's going to stand there as long as he can so he can throw it to get the most opportunistic pass for him. All right. If you see Ryan Brinker check down the guy's like running in his face, he can see it. All right, if you sack Ryan Brinker, it's going to be from behind. 99% of the time when Ryan Brinker gets sacked, he gets sacked from behind. Because he doesn't feel that. He doesn't feel none of the people around him. Like His controller don't vibrate unless he sees the pressure. And that's why he's in the pockets alone. The other people, they'll feel it. You know, your controller starts vibrating and shaking, all that. You know that? Yeah. LC3, as soon as he sees somebody, his controller's shaking. It's on the floor. It's blowing up. You feel me? And that's why he was throwing on them wild passes. But y'all gonna say it's the rain too. I'm sure the rain played a part. But the rain wasn't affecting us the way it was affecting others. You know what I'm saying? We watched Brinker, even though I hate when he does this. We watched Brinker throw it off his back foot. In the wind, in the rain. Hey, and he, hey. Hey, listen. Brinker was zipping it all over in the rain. LC3 is historically trash in the rain, but he's historically trash under pressure, too. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think the rain made him throw it to us all them times. But if it did, hey, get out the rain, man. Get out the rain. Anyway, that's what I was supposed to be talking about. We got a lot of pressure. <laughs> we got a lot of pressure on LC3 this game. And it worked out great for us, man. There was no offensive touchdown. All right. And honestly, I know Smitty kept saying they should have ran it. I think they should have ran it more too, man. But I just think in the situation, nah, there was still time. I think once we got up 20 to 3 at the end of the second quarter, running the second half was kind of like, Nah, see, and we keep getting these stat padding plays. Oh, my run defense looks so trash because it's always that one big play a game, that one unnecessary the game. The game is, I don't want to say it's out of reach, but why are you just giving them stats for it? Like, you didn't have to, like, all right, the Ferrazi play, that was a great play. Great block, great setup, the motion, and great play. However many yards, boom. All right, and the over the over street run, I don't know how he sliced through Hayden and uh, I think it was Juan and got through everybody. But hey, great play! Dada saved us. It it, it didn't end the points. Dada saved us. But those extra yards, not his stat line read thirteen for one thirty. You feel me? And it should have been what thirteen for what fifty something? Cause what eighty of them yards was on one play. But hey, whatever. Whatever, bro. Whatever. Besides that, I thought my run defense was pretty solid, man. Uh, there were opportunities where plays could have gone for longer, but there was also times where we made a lot of stops in the backfield, uh, keeping it balanced. Uh, we did expect more run, but we kind of expected more run from LC3 than we did from uh, the running backs. But... We also didn't expect them to be throwing 60 times, but when you're behind, you got to do what you got to do. So, it is what it is. 
Alright, so, uh, as far as the pass rush, uh, our front seven, I think our front seven looked good. I think our D-line did a great job, especially Yap. Shout out to Yap. Yap, you have been showing the wonderful, wonderful, one, or you have been giving wonderful, wonderful effort, and you have consistently been showing that. You are our, our guy, man. You are our guy, man, and you keep getting the pressure for us, bro. And much respect to you, bro. Much respect to Yap, man. Trisha Van Rie. Yap, as I call him, very, very good with the pressures. Kit Morrison has been looking very, very good with the pressures. Cheeseburger getting a little bit more active now. Getting a couple more uh, touches on the QB, making those plays. He's still been back there, man. He's still, he, cheese is cheese. You feel me? Cheese is cheese. All right? But now it's just a little more of those players again on the stat sheet as we progress through the season. And that's always great to see, man. That's always great to see. Uh... Telvin Anderson has been doing a lot better on this gen than he was on last gen, so we're going to keep him on the edge. We're going to keep uh, Damian Parks in the middle with, with uh, Juan Crosby in our base. All right, now when we go more pass rush, we'll probably steroid Parks in as one of our backup pass rushers because uh, he's still like we can get off the edge. And we feel like uh, because of that, he'll also be a great blitzer in the middle when we're in our base. Uh, he's looked good. He's still continuing to make plays. Uh... Juan, Juan was Juan. Juan looked good out there, man. Uh, the king, the king, every time they flip on that stat sheet, it'd be him. Then it'd be a whole lot of players on their team. You feel me? That's what I like to see, man. King out there dominant and content. I still think he's going to be, I still think he's going to be in the running for defensive player in the year, man. I still think he's going to be in the running for defensive player in the year. Uh, we shall see, man. We shall see. Hopefully, those results will be coming out soon, man. Hopefully. I, I have no idea for real. That's something we got to look into. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Heyday with two picks again. You feel me? He's definitely make his name as one of the best safeties in the league. Just in a different way, man. Just in a different way. Ash gets all his, uh, his accolades off of... Off of those hits, man, and it's just like, hey, man, we got heyday, zone hawk, tip drill, and uh, pick artist, man. It's like, and he's putting it to work, man. He's putting it to work. He's showing it now. He's showing his skills off now, man. We trying to. I don't know what the interception record is for a team. I don't know what the interception record is for players. Somebody, somebody call Pat. You feel me? Somebody call Pat. We need the answers, cause. We trying to we trying to break them both, man. We trying to anything that got to do with interceptions. We trying to break it. We trying to break it, man. We trying to break it. All right. Let's see. As far as our cornerback play, man, I still think we got two of the best young corners in the league, man. I think this duo. I think Ayo. Slowly but surely, man, people are going to start respecting our pass defense, man, and they're going to see that. Tamari Sparks is a lockdown corner. And Dada is too, man. Dada's slowly showing that, man. You don't want to throw over here either, for real. And I like that. I like that. Like, if we can make teams one-dimensional, man, because everybody keeps saying, oh, you're on defense, you're on defense. Listen. Once we get it to the point that y'all know not to throw it, and then we just key in on your run. Like, right now I'm still playing CPUs. I haven't played a player yet. I don't know if that's good or bad. These these some uh, highly ranked CPUs. But, hey, listen. 
once I get to the players, the scheme's going to change up again. So we'll see. We shall see, man. But we definitely trying to make a name. Gorilla Gang. Gorilla Gang. You know what it is. All right. I'm kind of thinking if I want to do my review. Oh, wait. Before I even start that. Big, big, big shout out to Kevin Morse. All right. Best punter in the game. All right. I'm putting the best on it. On all my players. Hey, somebody find me a better punter. I ain't really watching y'all punters like that. They don't incite, they don't excite me. Alright, my punter is nice. Alright, whose punter is better than mine? Alright, show me. Somebody show me. Maybe the monarchs. But you got him for me. So it don't matter. But show me a punter. Show me a punter that's better than mine, man. I definitely want to see them special team stats. I definitely want to see them special team stats, man. I got he gotta have the most inside the twenty. He got to. But hey, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, big shout out to Kevin Morris and uh, uh, Soros Brewer his field goal. Exactly what I knew. Exactly what I knew. Uh, 52 into the win, 56 with it. Uh, he should have kicked the first field goal. Uh, as Mitchie said, he should have kicked the first field goal. He wouldn't have made it. Second field goal, he's about a yard short because he's about a yard too far into the win. But it is what it is. We still got the dub. And we can't wait to get this uh, next dub versus these Desperados. All right. Uh, but we're going nah, we to keep this pile short today, man. I know usually I come with the 55-minute pod, but nah. Not this week. Not this week because I'm probably going to bounce back with another one before the game. I'm probably going to bounce back with another one before the game. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because we're Saturday. We're Saturday at 1. So I can definitely, I might drop a little, I think I'm going to drop a Saturday morning pod. I got to check my schedule. I'm going to drop a little Saturday morning pod, game day pod. You feel me? Get us hype. We'll see how it goes from there, man. We'll see how it goes from there. All right. So, yeah, quick one. Another quick one. Back-to-back quickies. All right. But as you know, earn your stripes. Protect the crown. Go Barons. Five and two, baby. Five and two, baby. Yeah. Kings of the North right now. And it's not a game. It's not a fluke. Hey. But we've been here before, so we're not gonna get too hyped. We was, I think, we were six and one last year, and had the major drippity drop. So we ain't, we don't, we don't get too hyped. We don't get too hyped. But hey, look here, look here. I, I done got your favorite teams. I hope I play some more of them. I hope I play some more of y'all favorite teams. I want to see them. I want to see them all, bro. I want to see them all. All right. But yeah, Gorilla Gang, Gorilla Gang. Yeah. Go, Barons.